Hey everyone. Welcome to Are You Afraid of Ghosts? This is actually going to be a mini episode, mini episode number six. And how appropriate that the night that I choose to do this podcast is actually a thunderstorm outside. So I can hear the rain pouring, the thunder is going. I am so excited. It's October 2nd. I'm feeling the Halloween vibe. So many episodes of this is the first time you're ever listening. Um, my name's Jessica Gulliford, and I read other people's stories that they have posted out into the universe. And some of them um, are all over, the, you know, some of them are in other countries, some of them are in the United States. Um, but if you have listened to any of the mini episodes previously, you'll notice that they are not all tied to each other. So these are people just spilling their guts out on this lovely app that I like to read. It's um, Hauntings, um, True Hauntings. And I just love it because they compile all the stories and then I get to read them. So hopefully you enjoy. This one's called Ghosts in Germany. This is my first time sharing a ghost story. I have had several experiences in my life, but these are the ones I had in Germany. I have always been sensitive to feeling things in the spiritual realm. I've never been a scared type of person. I have always had a strong faith that God loves me and will protect me from evil. When I was 21 years old, I was married to a guy in the military stationed in Osterholst, Germany. I settled into an apartment and started attending a church. Whether or not my husband was deployed, I always went to church. I met a girl from the church there whose husband was on a similar deployment schedule, and as the two of us were often alone and we didn't have children, we decided to spend some time together while our husbands were away. She invited me over to their apartment to spend the night, so I brought my clothes and we stayed up watching movies her mother had sent her on VHS. Anyone remember those? Then we got ready for bed after talking and giggling and sharing stories about growing up. We'd had a good night. She only had one bed and I slept in it with her. That night I felt uneasy. I've never been afraid, you understand. I am often alone when my husband is on deployment and am never afraid. That night, even with her in the same room and in the same bed, I was becoming increasingly afraid. I felt things in the room. It's hard to explain. I tucked the covers up around my chin and peeped out into the darkness, and I saw things floating around the room. I swear, it was like something from a movie. I thought, no, this can't be, and I shut my eyes and counted to ten and opened my eyes, but they were still there. They seemed to know that I was noticing them, and they started swirling around towards me and spiraling and twisting, and some were fast and some were just hovering, but the room was full of them. I was so completely petrified I could not move. I covered my head with the blanket and lay completely covered up and not moving at all the entire night. In the light of day, I didn't mention it. I just wanted out of there. Surely, if my friend had experienced this kind of thing, she would have told me or warned me or mentioned something. She never said anything about it as we got dressed and went into town. I was exhausted from not having slept and I didn't say much. Our husbands came back from deployment and we didn't talk for a few weeks. Finally, she called me and said they were in town and would like to come by. I invited them for dinner, and after dinner, we were sitting around the living room, and she told me they had moved into a new place. I said, why did you move? She said there were ghosts in their apartment or some kind of spirits. I said, 
Why do you say that? My heart started pounding. She said because three to four times a week, the clock chimes at 3 a.m. They had an old German chiming clock with pendulum. She said even when they stop the clock from moving before they go to bed, it still chimes at 3 a.m., but no other time. Then she said they have seen spirits swirling around their apartment in the night, and they've prayed over the house, and they've anointed the house with oil, and they can't make it go away, and now they're moving. By now I have tears in my eyes. She grabbed my hand. Chiffon, did you see them? I said, yes, I did, but I didn't want to scare you about it, and I didn't want you to think I was weird if you never saw them. She said they had seen them, but just didn't know what to do about getting rid of them. She said her landlord told her, but just didn't want to do anything about getting rid of them. Her landlord also told her there was a camp across the street at one time where they held Jewish prisoners from surrounding areas before sending them all to concentration camps. I don't know if there were deaths there, but the Nazi Germans burned that camp to the ground before the Allies reached it right before or right at the end of the war. Something is wrong with that area. Two other times I experienced activity there. One, one was I was riding around Stuttgart, Stuttgart, Stuttgart by bus. I was just being a tourist and seeing the sights. The bus stopped at a particular spot and I saw a disheveled old man with torn and tattered clothes. He was dirty and had no socks and beat up shoes sitting on the side of the road beside the bus stop where my bus was parked. I felt bad for him and as I said earlier I am a Christian so I just shut my eyes and said a silent prayer for the man. When I opened my eyes I was looking at him and he was staring right back at me mocking my prayer. He was wagging his head back and forth and pretending to have folded hands praying and mumbling German words at me that I didn't understand. There is no way he could have known I was praying. I didn't have folded hands. I only shut my eyes. That was supernatural and I think that that man was demonized. I think people can be demonized without being fully possessed. Another time was also in Germany. It wasn't as spectacular but it was very scary for me. I was again walking down the street of Bremen and being a tourist. Way, way off down the street and from somewhere up high, I felt a sneer. It was pure evil sneering at me and hating my being there in its city. It was a terrible spiritual darkness down the street. I prayed and tried to be brave in the faith, but I would never walk down that street while I was there. There is no point in purposely trying to start a fight. I can't see those things. Anyway... I didn't need anything from that street. That spirit was responsible for terrible things on that street. It may be tied to it now until judgment, but it's very territorial and believes that street belongs to it. It hates Christians because it hates God. That's what I got from it, and it was very strong. That was one of those instances that you would need more than one Christian, and you would need to, you would need to fast to get rid of it. I just stayed out of that area. There's wisdom in picking your fights. Those were my supernatural experiences in Germany. I think Germany is full of activity. There's so much sadness, bigotry, pride, fear, murder, torture. Every possible form of the lowest of animal impulses indulged and exploited. It was a demon's paradise and pure death machine. I'm sure there is and will be constant activity in Germany. The blood cries out from the ground and from the ashes in the trees. Echoes of millions of voices upon the winds of time 
but God calls them all by name and there will be reckoning on their behalf one day. That was pretty heavy, guys. Okay. This one's called, Is My School Haunted? I know that the idea of a haunted school is very cliche-like, but please listen or read this before you judge because this place really freaks me out and I just need reassurance that I am not insane. First of all, you should know that the town I live in has a really violent history. There have been several wars during the Middle Ages and terrible things were done to the people. For example, once the town and its surroundings were completely burned down by soldiers, hundreds of people died a painful death in the area I live in. My school itself is just about 40 years old, but in the place it was built, there have been other buildings before that were destroyed during the World Wars. One of them was a convent school for damsels. This all sounds like a bad setup for some horror movie, but I have in fact researched it all. If you can understand German, I could show you the pages on the internet. So much for the background. My actual problem is the weird stuff that always goes on here. A few years ago, I was bullied by a lot of people, so I usually sneaked into the building during the breaks and spent my time hiding in corridors. And more than once, I experienced things like sudden chills or thought thought I had heard whispers. Sometimes I see movement from the corner of my eye, when in fact I was all alone. And there was one occurrence where I waited in front of a locked room and waited to be let in when I hear children's voice, when I heard children's voices talking in there. But when someone unlocked the door for me, I found the room empty. There was no other door and the windows were shut. It was the third floor, by the way. Further, a friend of mine once saw a boy walking down the corridor and ran to him because she wanted to ask him something. But when she reached him, he was gone. This is what she told me. She doesn't believe in supernatural things and is always stern, not the type for pranks. She was very scared after that and always wanted me to be with her. This doesn't sound too spectacular or scary at first. I know that. But I've been going to this school for six years now, and believe me when I say that being in such a gloomy and scary environment for years gets to you eventually. I don't know what to make of this. I am more of a skeptical person, and if if there's a natural explanation for this stuff and the strange feeling me and my friends experience at that place, I would love to hear it. This next one is called The Graveyard Prank Gone Wrong. It happened last year in Überlingen, a small suburb in South Germany. It was dusk, almost nightfall, and me and my friends were walking through the graveyard on the way to a party. The graveyard in itself is pretty clean and well-kept, but has an older portion as well as a newer portion. Me, my girlfriend, and another friend were almost at the end of the graveyard when he gets a call. Two of our friends were lost, and we explained them the way to the grave. They said they would be there in about five minutes. We were not scared. To tell you the truth, I did not even believe in ghosts, 100%, until this night. It was already a black sky and a crescent moon light some of the way. My girlfriend took out a cigarette and began to smoke. Watching her cigarette being the only glimpse of light, hiding her body, gave me a brilliant idea that I would later regret. Quickly, before the others got here, I came up with a plan to spook them. It was supposed to be nothing more than a prank before a party to ease up the mood, but then things went downhill. We were not sure in which portion of the cemetery we were, new or old, but the plan was that my friend and I hide behind a large gravestone which was facing the path and wait until they pass by. My girlfriend would smoke and pretend to be talking to someone. 
and so we tried it. It went great. The others came by the path and fell for the trap. As my girlfriend waved to them, we jumped from behind the gravestone and grabbed them on the back. They were scared, but eventually broke out laughing just like we did. Everything fine, just a dumb child prank. Um, just a dumb ch child prank, right? Wrong. We were gathered around in a semicircle, laughing how they nearly peed themselves and blah, 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 when we all began to sweat. It was late summer, early fall, and in Germany, those are cool temperatures, at least not to sweat at night. My girlfriend jumped to me all of a sudden and began saying that she heard something. Imagine the atmosphere in a dark graveyard when someone says I heard something. I was beginning to sweat hard and just wanted to get out of there and party. We had about 500 meters until we were out. The path was long but paved and, like I said, covered in headstones that were facing the path. We slowly made our way when she stopped yet again and said she heard something. Except this time I heard something too. I think we all heard something coming from behind us. So we turn around and blast our phones in the direction, trying to see who was there. No one. And then we turned around again, and we were about to go on our way, when standing in front of us, lit up a little bit by the moonlight, a boy, no older than we were, in rags. I'm not sure who ran first. All I know is that we all scattered. It was every man for himself. My girlfriend and I made it out of the graveyard first, and quickly were followed by the others. We did not stop there, however. We sprinted the one kilometer we had left, never looking back, just screaming. As we came to the party, we stopped and looked at each other. You could see the fear in everyone's eyes. The whole time at the party, however, I could not party. I just kept thinking, what was that? Maybe the caretaker trying to kick us out. Maybe a poor old lady who was visiting after hours. Maybe a ghost. The next morning, me and my girlfriend went to the grave again. The sun was already up and examined the gravestones. The gravestone where I was hiding to scare my friends was a 15-year-old boy. The one next to him was his older brother, 17. Although that was spooky enough, nothing made sense anymore. In that moment, the caretaker came and we asked him whether it was him last night. His denial of being anywhere near the graveyard last night was spooky enough but then he explained to us the two brothers. They were, sadly, World War II victims. A grenade had been thrown in their room, falling closer to the younger brother, ripping him to shreds. His older brother took a heavy shrapnel hit and died as well. They say that the body of the younger one could not be found anymore under the rubble, and he was buried only with his skull and left leg, while his brother whole. After the war, a monument was erected in their names, a kind of look-what-war-does thing. So the legend says, Their headstones were what remained of the monument. The rest was destroyed after a lightning bolt struck a nearby tree and caused it to fall on the monument. Once the caretaker left, I fell on my knees and, gave for, and prayed for forgiveness. I don't know why. I am not spiritual, at least not strongly, nor was I even sure if I believed at all. But I just felt the need to apologize for running around their graves at night. Very disrespectful of me, I know. And the worst part came now. Weeds had grown over the older brother's headstone, and I just felt the need to cut them. My girlfriend held back the weeds while I chopped them off. What was revealed under the jungle was a picture of the exact same boy we saw the night before, standing in front of us. Or at least that was him from what we could tell. 
Startled, we jumped back yet again, but then smiled. My girlfriend said, Big Brother wanted to protect Little Brother, just like you always protect me. To be honest, I could not believe any of this. It's almost like a nightmare, but I smiled looking at the picture. All of a sudden, a strong wind blew, as trying to signal us something. We sat there for another five minutes before we got up and went home. Pranks in a graveyard, day or night, never again. That was one freaking scary night for us. And the fact that it happened to me was even more scary. Back then, I was the last person who believed in something like that. This last one is called Unexplained Lights. First off, let me say this. I spent a short bit of time in Germany, and this is what happened when I had the chance to drive on the Autobahn one time. It was a weekday, and it was in the evening. We had spent a long time in one of the towns visiting and had started heading back to another town where we had a hotel which was reachable a lot faster by using the Autobahn instead of using side roads and such. Probably saved about 20 minutes of driving this way. It was during the winter time, so it got darker a lot earlier than it did during the summertime in Germany. To start this off, I'll say it was around mid-November, about 8 or 9 p.m. if I remember right was riding with two friends, one in the passenger seat and one in the back seat, and they were both passed out due, due to all the walking and exploring that day while we were visiting the town. I had the headlights on and was driving down the Autobahn when I saw these headlights come up behind me and I was expecting a car needing to pass, and so I waited and watched because I was going to merge over and pass the car I was behind at this time. I saw the lights come up in my mirror and then nothing. No one passed and no car was visible. There were no exits off of the Autobahn at this time. And when I checked over my shoulder, there were no more lights or anything to show that a car was there. And at this time, there was just the car in front of me and we didn't have any cars that were close behind us. The headlights were visible in the mirror up until the rear quarter where the rear tire is on the driver's side and then it's like they faded away because the light dimmed and eventually disappeared. And when I checked over my shoulder, there was nothing visible, and I looked forward, and there was nothing passing the car in front. So I merged over and nothing. I continued the drive to town we were staying in and got back to the hotel before sitting there thinking about how strange it was, realizing I had the window down due to smoking, which I don't believe had anything to do with the experience. That I never heard a motor or anything which you can usually hear when my car, when a car is going about 200 kilometers per hour, which is about 120 miles per hour, and woke up my buddies and they said I probably had just imagined it. Thank you so much for listening. Hope I didn't scare you too much. Good night.